You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading the charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from the Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on the court from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still life of Roy Wilkins strolling through Watts in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Green Acres, Beverly Hillbilly, and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant, and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on search for tomorrow, because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry R. Women liberationist and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Key, nor sung by Glenn Campbell, Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck, or The Rare Earth. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live. Hello, and welcome to Provocative Thought, intimately known as P.T. Striving to awaken those who are asleep, stimulate those who are awakened, feed those who are starving, and nurture those who seek to know. I am your host, Carlton Steed, a self-proclaimed student of life in the search, discovery, and revelation of life on life's terms. First, I'd like to thank Queen Mother for Real Media for allowing me to host this show. But I'd also like to thank the creator for allowing me to be. You can contact the show by dialing 347-989-0180. Please press the number one to speak. Again, you can contact the show by dialing 347 seven nine eight nine oh one eight oh please press the number one to speak you can also reach us on the internet at www.gallTalkRadio.com backslash queen mother 
the number four real. And listen to the show live. You can contact us on Facebook at Provocative Thought PT Community Organization. Tonight's topic can hit a woman after being struck by that woman. There appears to be an unwritten cultural law regarding men striking women and women striking men. Gender and assumptions about gender attributes appear to play a role in how the assault is perceived by some individuals. Some women appear to feel much stronger about being struck by a man than they do about striking a man. Some men feel a man should not hit a woman. Is there a double standard? Does that double standard help keep a woman safe from violence? Does this ideology encourage violence between men or even same-sex individuals? That it is acceptable. Okay, favorable for a man to strike another man or even a woman to strike another woman. Let's look at women being hit by men who they have struck. But first, some statistics. The National Statistics Domestic Violence Fact Sheet says, on average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States during one year. 10 million women and men. One in three women and one in four men have been victims of some form of physical violence by an intimate partner within their lifetime. We're not assuming that all, all you know, situations involve, you know, people in relationships or partners or anything like that. This is just a little information to throw out here. You know, one in five women and one in seven men have been victims of severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. One in seven women and one in 18 men have been stalked by an intimate partner during their uh, lifetime, okay? On a typical day, there are more than 20,000 phone calls placed to domestic violence hotlines nationwide. The CDC study said more men than women victims of partner abuse. There are more men than women that are victims of partner abuse. So that's a relationship of, you know, people who are in relationships that are fighting. So they said that uh, over 40% of the victims of severe physical violence are men. According to a 2010 national survey by the Center for Disease Control and Department of Justice, that's the CDC, Center for Disease Control, okay? We know the Department of Justice. In the last 12 months, more men than women were victims of intimate partner physical violence, and over 40% of severe physical violence was directed at men. They say uh, more men and women were victims of intimate partner physical violence within the past year, according to the national study founded by the Center for Disease Control and the U.S. Department of Justice, according to the National Intimate Partner and Sexual Violence Survey. That was released in 2011. Within the last 12 months, committed uh, 5,365,000 men and, whoa, that's a lot of people, uh, 4,741,000 thousand women were victims of intimate partner and physical uh, violence. So there are many programs for men to stand up against uh, domestic violence by men 
and no program urging women to stand up against domestic violence by the male gender. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and uh, it said men are were more often the victims of both physical, psychological aggression, expressive aggression and coercive control and control of the reproductive or sexual health. Name calling is one of the forms of expressive aggression, which includes acting angry in a way that seem dangerous, name-calling, and insulting remarks. So studies show that men are less likely than women to seek help, and those that do have to overcome internal and external hurdles. So men are less likely, you know, but just from my own experience, you don't go around saying somebody smacked you or hit you or a girl hit you or anything like that. You just kind of like take it on the chin and go about your business. So I say more than 830,000 men fall victim to domestic violence every year. A man is the a man is the victim of domestic abuse every 37.8 seconds. So that's not a lot of time. So this you have a guy here that says Mr. Arik Berimzai says that you are allowed to use reasonable force to protect yourself or others for whom. You are responsible. It must be reasonable. He says the law allows you to do that. That's it. There's nothing else to it, he said. Everything then depends on the situation, seeing as how in most practical situations men punch harder than a woman's slap. The force is considered to be excessive. Well, there's an assumption there being made that women can't ball their fists up and punch. I seem to have a problem. I have a problem with that. Just alone. Number two is another assumption that a slap doesn't hurt. I don't understand that. I remember a long time ago when I was a kid, we used to slap box and it hurt like hell. So they said, oh, notice that the couple, the concept of using reasonable force in itself, the sense, does not make a distinction between the sex of the opponent. So Law does not make a distinction between if it's a male or a female or male on female, female on female, male on male, anything like that. So, so, so regarding the reasonable force from PT, if a punch is considered an unreasonable force in response to a slap, a slap or and a push is an unreasonable force in response to a verbal confrontation. So, cannot legislate an individual's response to an assault or attack. The female chooses to slap and the male chooses to punch. That is like bringing a knife to a gunfight. You do not have the luxury of choosing how a person retaliates. I guess someone is assuming that females cannot make a fist. Cultural norms regarding physical confrontation between men and women do not supersede individual ideas, feelings, and reactions to an assault. It is unrealistic to believe or assume that because an individual is stronger than you, that they are or should be willing to submit to, accept, or excuse your assault on them. This is especially true if you are in a heated confrontation. I would not teach my daughter or any female that a man should not hit her because she is female and females are weaker than males because it is simply not true or weaker than someone 
does not mean that you cannot hurt them. If women are the weaker sex, they should not be picking fights or assaulting men. And as far as women slapping and men punching, a woman can make a fist too, and a slap can hurt or injure you. So, in a case where a male and a female are engaged in a heated argument and the female pushes then slaps the male and the male strikes her, knocking her unconscious, and the male is arrested, as is, is, is the female not guilty of the um, assault and battery? That is a double standard and a sexist standard in that. It may not be written in law, but it can be observed in how the individuals administer the law. Also, we should not think that we can antagonize, insult, debase, or threaten someone without the possibility of a physical assault. That may be why that female struck the male first. It is no excuse, but it may have been why she responded with violence first. Her feelings superseded the law, her safety, and the perceived idea that she is the weaker person. If you do not have to hit, do not hit. If you do hit, expect to be hit back. If you are the weaker person, there is no guarantee any will, anyone, do not have the right to hit someone because they are perceived to be stronger than you and expect them not to retaliate. Real men do not like being assaulted. No man, actually. No one does. Everybody is stronger or weaker than somebody, no matter what gender they are. Your weakness will not excuse you. Regarding our conversation on black urban America, regarding the mixing Mulliter incident, that's the incident with a young football player, this this is old stuff. Um, broke the jaw uh, at the end of the conversation of a, a young lady in um, what's that Oregon somewhere? Yeah, I think it was an Oregon player. And uh, they had a little conversation, a little argument. Started outside of the restaurant. He followed him in the restaurant. Uh, apparently, the, the guy that was with the girl called him and the um, I'm gonna say N word for you, Kenny. And um, he came in the restaurant. There's something to the guy. This girl jumps up, pushes him. Um, he lunges at her, you know, and she slaps him, and then he, you know, cold cocked him. As a result of him hit, punching her, uh, I think she had a couple bones in her jaw broke. So, anyway, I'm not going to spend too much time on that because what, what I really want to talk about people's idea about, but this is a good example, people's idea about is it okay for a woman to assault a man because in this situation it seems that it's okay, it's acceptable. So because we had a um, video, and, you know, basically, you know, it appears that Mixon is guilty of striking the girl and maybe a white girl in Oklahoma. How can we make this observation? No one is stating that the female broke the law by assaulting Mixon first. Assault is not gender-related but identified by definition in law. But the race car could allow a white female to initially push and then hit a black male without identifying her behavior as criminal, even on videotape. The gender card simply inflames the issue. That would constitute racial and sexual 
discrimination. Now, that's a thought. Ms. Molitor also had multiple opportunities to intervene, not to intervene or push or slap Mixon. She did nothing to de-escalate the incident. In fact, she initiated the physical assault. It appears it is hard to convict a white girl in Oklahoma, even if it's on videotape. Not even the media is saying much of anything about Molitor's criminal behavior. This is alarming, because what message are we sending out to women? They both could have done something different. The opportunity that Mixon had to walk away does not give Molitor the right or license to assault Mixon. It does not negate Molitor's assault and battery. If Mixon is guilty, Molitor is guilty too. He said, Mixon said, um, that felt like a dude hit me. You know, he said he was shocked because she hit me so hard. It felt like a dude hit me. And after that, like, my face went boom. My reaction was just right there. He said, he just react, you know. And maybe maybe that, and I'm going to take that to be true because I tell you, he got a lot of money on the line with, you know, his behavior. He could cause him to lose an opportunity to make a lot of money. So, in the future. You know, but you got to get to the future. And this is one of those things that can prevent you from getting to the future. But either way, mix and follow, monitor into her rest, into the restaurant where the conversation ensued. He said we had no problem with her. She was just being disrespectful. I think he said she was going to smoke in his face outside something while the guy had, you know, just having an argument with the guy. So so this is what the, the he's saying. He followed her, you know, and I'm like, listening, okay. So, so mix and follow, monitor, and exchange words with her friend. That's odd. This appears to be another attempt to demonize Mixon as a predator, stalker, or aggressor. Heated arguments attract heated people to each other like magnets. If you insult someone, expect them to approach you and direct negative energy towards you. Mixon directed his slurs to the individual who had insulted him, not Molitor. So, the surveillance on video shows Mixon and Molitor exchanging words exchanging words with Molitor's friend facing away from Mixon. At that point, presumably, when Mixon and Molitor's friend exchanged slurs, Molitor pushed Mixon, this is from the um, media, pushed Mixon. Mixon then retaliated by making a threatening lunging motion. The, the push not even perceived as threatening, okay, because he's a male and he's a football player, you know. So something's wrong with this picture. Because that would have been a cop that would have been a, a threatening uh, motion. Lunging motion towards Molitor who responded by slapping Nixon. Nixon then punched Molitor, who fell to the ground. He quickly left the restaurant and retreated because he's a bad person. Maybe they trying to, you know, I don't understand. Anyway, he left the restaurant. He left. Molitor suffered fractured bones in her face. Look, Molitor pushed Nixon, but it is not perceived as a threatening or violent. Or violent. Why is that? Isn't that assault and battery? And isn't assault and battery threatening or simply an assault? But Mixon's lunging motion is identified as a threatening, as threatening, and therefore provoked a physical response from Molitor, who slashed Mixon in the face hard. Voila! So I'm gonna, you know, just the way that the media are portraying Mixon's behavior, it sounds like it's slanted, and they're trying to uh, demonize him. And basically, Molitor is not getting any kind of uh, critical uh, analogy about her behavior. So, that is not threatening. 
and it could not have hurt after all. Mixon is a big black, well, you know what I mean. Mixon punched Bouncer in the face and arrested his, in fact, all of his sister. This thing is old. And I don't mean to be uh, waking up, uh, digging up old, you know, problems or anything like that. So Mixon was charged with a misdemeanor offense at the time of the incident. I think he had to do community service or something, probation or something. So a monitor was not charged with a crime, although it can be observed on video that she pushed and struck Mixon first. Something is wrong with this picture. It is truly unfortunate that any of this happened both to both Mixon and Militer. Both Militer and Mixon were victimized by this incident. Both should take responsibility for their behavior. Both should be held accountable for their behavior. The moral of the story is if you do not see anything else, do not enter the bear's cave if you do not want to fight the bear. In short, keep your hands to yourself. So, this is Mr. Troy Dunn. This is a goes as a public figure, author, and entrepreneur. He says, uh, real men don't allow other men to hit women either. Didn't know that was a criteria for being a man, but let's take a look at that. Every man is a man whether he does or does not hit or has or has not struck, allowed or intervened on the behalf of a woman being assaulted by a man. He is still a real man. Hence the reason why everyone or some of us get so upset. In some cases, he is a real man assaulting a real woman who assaulted him. What happens when a man loses his freedom or his life while trying to defend a woman who is being assaulted by a man she assaulted or not? Is the judge going to excuse his use of force on the other guy? That is a job for the police. Dial 911 if you see that happening. How about people, men and women, keeping their hands to themselves? There's a thought. That is self-defense. Sometimes the best self-defense to use initiate violence. You know, I don't understand that. Well, you know, it's excellent. How about taking a stroll in the real world where it's not where it is what it is and not what you want it to be? Cultural norms and Legislation will not always protect you once you have violated them yourself. The truth is, if you assault someone, you should expect an assault, a retaliation of your assault. This is logical. If there is no counter-assault, consider yourself lucky. This applies to anyone who assaults someone, male, female, Male on male, female on female, man on child, anybody. You can, you listen, if you hit somebody, you try to hurt somebody, you should expect them to try to do something to you because you are already in violation. So, yeah, so the question, you know, so this do real men, I don't even understand this thing about a real man because you're either a man or you ain't. You know, a real man kind of thing, you know. So he said, uh, so, so do real men, in the spirit of the real man thing, do real men allow women to assault men? Do real women allow women to assault men? Do real 
women assault men, is that okay? No. Fool for thought. As an stronger than a child. If your child strikes you, what are you going to do? If you hit him or her, you are you less than a woman or a man? Are you less of a parent? So the number one reason a man should not hit a woman, a man is physically stronger than a woman. So if you believe that a man should not hit a woman because the man is stronger than a woman, you should believe that a woman should not hit a man because the man is stronger than the woman. Now, that's self-defense, self-preservation, and it's logical. But the idea that a man should not hit a woman because a man is simply stronger than a woman implies that it is acceptable for a woman to hit a man or even that a woman cannot hurt or injure a man by hitting him. That's not even a myth. It's just not true. Put it to the test. Have a woman strike a man in the eye, in the jaw, or the nose as hard as she can. It's going to hurt. In some cases, it will feel like a man hits you. You know why? Because all men don't have the same strength. All women don't have the same strength. So, does it imply it is acceptable for men to hit each other? So a man shouldn't hit a woman. So does that mean like it's okay if I punch a man in the face? That's good. We on we on even ground. Because I know some guys that knock you out one punch. Then you got guys out there that know how to fight. You got guys that train to fight. Then you got these karate dudes. So that, that's all right if he if he decides to kick somebody in the jaw, even if he's bigger than them. But he, you know, come on now. Even if one is stronger than the other, the the ideology encourages and condones physical confrontation between men. Culturally, it is acceptable. This can be a, this can be observed rest of sports competitions such as boxing, MMA, UFC, martial arts, and wrestling. Men will fight against men, and women will fight against women. So we kind of got that concept in a, in a part of our culture where we feel it is acceptable for a man to fight a man, to be violent and aggressive with each other. And in this case, this is sports, so-called sports, because that MMA stuff, that doesn't look like a boxing, doesn't look like a sport to me. But it's a fight. It's a controlled fight, but it's, I don't know. Anyway, it's violent. So so we do have we do have this in our in our culture and cultures around the world because we're not the only people that have violent sports, uh, martial arts, which boxing is a form of martial art. So, if it is assumed that most men are stronger than most women, it does not mean that men do not feel pain or have feelings. And understand that. Even if you don't break his jaw, he has feelings. He physically feels it, and he feels it emotionally. So you striking up that type of uh, vibration from anybody, male or female, you're about to be in a fight. You're about to be struck by that person. You know, uh, consider yourself lucky if they choose to strike you back. You know, because some people will take your life for, for putting your hands on them. That's just the way they are. It's not a matter of 
if it's right or wrong or if it's fair. You have to understand, you have no control over what somebody else does, but you do have control over what you choose to do. So you don't have to initiate a fight, period, with a person who's stronger than you or weaker than you. Either way, you don't have to do that. Find another way. standard uh, for women hitting men ever okay? Is that double standard ever okay? This is by Sadie Stein. Kind of old, but it's, 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 uh has a lot of information in it. 31809 um, says the truth is this is a female talking. I've hit boyfriends in anger. I'm not proud of it. And I debated not writing about it at all, but it's not something I've seen talked about much. When confronted with infidelity, I've slapped the boyfriend across the face hard, and more than once, and shoved and struck too. This is female fantasy. So, you know, is that okay? But the fact remains that if the tables were turned, such behavior would be considered appalling. This is the female recognizing that you know, culturally, individually, uh, I don't know how to put this here, but, you know, but it seems to be a, uh, okay for female to strike a man. You know, you know that's alarming because that's setting females up to be injured, seriously injured, depending on how that man is feeling, that disability to hurt her, right? Just them two things alone. So, and whatever's generating this whole the violence and the conflict between the two of them. So you have to be very careful, you know. She said, When I sound out when I sounded out some of my friends, several of them admitted to lashing out physically at a boyfriend. So she you know, she has her her friends, so you know, I respect her honesty. In the Sun Times story, Eni Cohen came home to find her husband, Gary, a former cook, county Republican chairman, in the children's playroom with two hookers, whereupon she struck him with her fist and a toy guitar, like L.L. Cabal, a cartoon. As a result, she spent two nights in jail for an assault. That's fair because she was wrong. She assaulted this man. You understand what I'm saying? Here we got a, a situation where a man is assaulted. Nothing happened. No community service, no nothing. Talking about the brother in Oklahoma. He's arguing. Argument, argument does not, uh, you didn't have to resort to violence if they're out there arguing. I don't care what they're doing. They, they're the arguing was, was all that deep from the um, video. You know, but apparently it was deep enough for them. So, so this lady uh, is a small-built lady, and, you know, she was a 5'4 and 110 pounds. She went to jail for that, for assault. Is it all right for a man to hit a, a, a woman? Is this is just other people's opinion? Yes, and I'm a female. I was ready to believe that the man is the absolute power and authority in the household. Yes. We as women do something wrong, then it is acceptable to hit us, even if it's for the smallest of things like 
leaving the toilet seat down. Mm. The Bible states that we are property and we are to treat our husband and boyfriend, that's in the Bible, the boyfriend part, as our owners and our master, which means that if we do something wrong, we are to be punished. That can't be in the Bible. Boyfriend not even in the Bible. So anyway, it's just an idea that if this is if this is a real person, actually a female saying it, the idea that someone someone a female thinks that it's okay for a man to uh, physically uh, discipline her for any little thing, you know that's interesting. You're disciplining your wife. You spoke spoke with a uh, young lady on um, like Urban or uh, that Black Ur- Kenny show, the Black Urban um, show, and uh, she's had that uh, philosophy in her family, and it was working for them. So, I mean, if it works for you, okay, you know, hope you don't get uh, injured and, you know, or hurt from that situation, you know. So another person says yes, but not just for the hell of it and not ridiculously. Women want equal rights, and I'm tired of them. They want equal but in their favor. If the other, if the only difference between the male and the female candidate is gender, they want female, no matter the job. They want to be in the army, yay. Yet they want safer and easier jobs. They want to say whatever they want and do whatever they want, including cheat and abandon and neglect partners and children with no real consequences. They want to hit and not get hit back. Women now think. They are superior to men only because morons raise this issue. Well, okay. I'm not saying you should be a cowardly son of a SOB, if I know that's a son of but you know what, right? And just to make you feel tough or whatever, nor at the first bat of an argument. But if a woman just keeps saying horrible things, I'll walk away a few times and Ask them not to say it again. Eventually, I'll get sick of it cropping up. And yeah, one short, swift backhand and something is bad but acceptable. But something is bad but acceptable. It's just a shame it couldn't be sorted out without violence. I think it explains all the culture in the past. I would never put a woman down. Do any job. Do my thing, you like, but like your lives as your lives as good and respectfully as you want us to. Well, I don't even understand that part. But anyway, he's saying, uh, "Don't speak to us like crap, fret us like crap, or assault us, and you should be treated the same." or face the very subject of this just like we should vice versa. So definitely this guy says, uh this is another one says definitely a big yes. Man should hit a woman. So I'm a guy. I wouldn't definitely kick a woman's ass under a number of he said he said I would definitely he said I would definitely kick a woman's ass under a number of circumstances. I'm not against being a gentleman. I didn't grow up in the ghetto, and I must have hit women once or twice in my life. I wasn't proud of it, but it was the only way I could avoid being kicked and insulted. The woman is 
genetically weaker than a man. So any harm you want to inflict, you should consider that before you fight back. So say this. If a woman, if I'm with a woman and she slaps me over the face, that's okay. I was an ass. I deserved it. So, oh, he says if he insults a woman and she slaps him over the face, you know, he takes that. Okay, I was an ass and I deserved it. On the other, other than that, I see no reason why a girl should hit a guy, period. If you hit me like a woman, understand. And I move off, I understand. And I move off. But if you hit me with an ashtray or throw a blunt object at me or hit me with your fist, then I will take your head. I will take you head on like a man. This guy said, if you try to hurt him, do something, try to injure him, that he perceives that, hey, you could have hurt me that way, I will kick your ass all over the place. I never, ever hit a girl that didn't hit me first, no matter how pissed I was. And, yes, the dude who said don't throw stones from your glass house, absolutely correct in this statement. We have a caller. Caller, welcome to the Black Resort. Hey, it's Kenny Jones from Black Urban America. What's up, Kenny Jones? How you feeling, Carlton? I'm part all right. Two of the co- part two of the conversation. Yeah, you know, uh, a, little, a little bit of that. Uh, you know, um, you know, I'm a baby boomer, and we was we was raised under no circumstances do you hit a woman. But today, a lot of these women feel superior to men, uh, especially uh, African American women. Um, I think if I feel threatened, now, if a woman slashed me, okay, she get a pass. But she thinks she could continue to do that without any repercussion, she's wrong. She is very wrong. I, I, I wouldn't, I, I don't condone any violence. I don't condone any violence. But if I feel threatened, like, Women had told me in the past, don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. What? Don't go to sleep? What, you going to kill me in my sleep? <laughs> you know, uh, that, uh, and, and the relationship was terminated after that statement because the, because the trust factor is no longer there. But uh, I, I think if I get slapped across the face, I'm not going to purposely try to break her neck or break her jaw like my man from Oklahoma did. You know, it's easy to uh, break somebody's jaw, right? You know, it's not a hard thing to do, right? No, it's not a hard thing to do. I had my jaw broken going up for a pass and came down wrong uh, uh, with my neck and face hitting the ground. So, no, it's... It's, it's, it, it, your jaw can't be broken. But, like, men, I don't know about now, but we were raised to protect our women. Uh, but uh, it appears that women do not want our protection today. Um, I know that we had to really... Reevaluate our roles 
in, in, uh, in, in these relationships. Uh, domestic violence has become, you know, the black man has became the face of domestic violence since Ray Rice uh, for Baltimore Ravens. The, the brother that dragged his wife, to, well, at the time, fiance, out of the elevator. And pun- but we don't know what went on in that elevator. We don't right. know what went on. We, and you know, there are cameras in elevators. We don't know what went on in that elevator. And there have been women that provoked me, provoked me. Yeah, hit me. Yeah, hit me. Hit me. Hit me. You know, that's wrong, too, on both sides. It's not good to have a disagreement in a violent manner. It's just, it's not. And I agree that if a woman seriously injured a man, she she should go to jail. Like, nothing happened to the woman that cut the penis off that dude, uh, what, the Bobby? Bobby. Uh, yeah. Hey, 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 that's what hey, happened you know to what? That's, She hey, wrote that's a book. She wrote a book and we're on the speaking tour. And my man is walking around with a uh, prosthetic penis. What's up with that? So, yeah, what is up with yes. that? Yes. Yeah, well, you know what? That's just like one incident. There are many women who who have been victims of domestic violence, and they ended the domestic violence with a gunplay, with a gunshot, or a stabbing. You know, I, I, you know, violent relationships are unhealthy. Right. And if you feel that you must hit or utilize violence to stay the point, it's time to end the relationship. It's simple as that. All both parts. Sounds like it is ended. Yeah. Can you hear me ask well, you a no, question? No, no, but, check this, but check this out. There are women and men who stay in violent relationships for years. I mean, that is they stay in violent relationships for years. And that's wrong, too. And that's unhealthy. You know, and... Yeah, yeah, uh, I don't know how wrong it is uh, it's that they wrong. stay together. I don't know how wrong it's, it is that they stay together. Maybe it's a reason they stay together. I don't know. Maybe they had a fight. I don't know how bad the fight started. I mean, Carlton. there's different scenarios, Carlton. man. Carlton. If you are in any type of violent relationship and, and you're a victim or the perpetrator, it is wrong. It's unhealthy. It's unhealthy so if, to so my girl have me, this fight. If my girl slapped That's me, it's over. My wife slapped me in relationship. Oh, I'm getting a divorce? I don't think so. <laughs> Brother, it starts out with a slap. Hold up, hold up. Look at the escalation of domestic violence. It starts out as a slap. It accelerates to an ashtray or a guitar going across your dome. (laughs) You 
know. It might take a couple of years. you don't have any musical instruments in the house. <laughs> hey, look. Listen, listen. You're trying to tell me that people who have a physical confrontation can never, ever not have a physical confrontation again. Or if they had one it's, or two. You're trying to tell me they will never, ever not call. They will it, always it, resolve the problem with violence. Is that what you're saying? I'll participate. I'll participate. I participate in hundreds of domestic violence workshops, and 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 the slogan is: If you do it once, you do it again. If you do it once, you do it again. It might be three years or two years or five years down the road, but if you do it once, you do it again. I raise women, and I tell my daughters: Don't you ever. Ever, 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 ever let anyone put their hands on you. If they put their hands, I told my nieces, if they put their hands on you, you make sure they don't put their hands on nobody else again. And vice versa. You Why don't you tell her to leave? Why don't you tell her to get out of there? Why are you telling, why yes. you telling her to... T- be violent. Oh, 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 oh. Well, what, what I'm saying is, if the person decides to put their hands on you, you must terminate the relationship. It is unhealthy for anyone to be subject to any type of physical, and emotional, and psychological abuse. Anyone. Man, often, like like you said, this is not a gender thing. This is not a gender issue. It's a health. It's a mental health issue. It's a mental health issue. No one in this society deserves to be subject to any physical, emotional, or psychological or financial abuse. Okay, let me ask you a question then. There was a young lady on your show that said that her husband physically disciplines her. So are you saying that they shouldn't be together? If I disagree with that method, I believe that no one, no one should be subject to any physical, emotional, or mental abuse. So is that a yes or a no? I disagree with the method. So should they be together not or not? Gonna, I, you know what? I don't care how a person. I don't, I don't care how a person may put it. I don't care how a person may. Tune it up. No one, hear me correctly now, no one should be subject to any physical, emotional, psychological, financial, or sexual abuse from anyone. No one, man or female. So there's no such thing as sensual discipline in a relationship. Sexual discipline? 
How you gonna discipline someone sexually? I, I don't understand. I con- no, consensual, not sexual oh, discipline. Oh, cons- oh, consensual. Consensual. Oh, oh, yeah, consensual I, I, I feel. Oh, oh, okay. I'm wrong, honey. Beat me. Oh, come on, man. Both of y'all need to get evaluation. <laughs> both, both, both of you. Be in my office Monday morning, 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I seriously, all jokes aside, man, that's unhealthy. You mean tell me that two partners that claim they love each other cannot sit down and discuss that disagreement because I don't care how much you love someone, you're going to disagree with them one time or another, and the other partner is not going to like it. That's where maturity comes into play. That's where maturity comes into play. And, And you have young folk. Now, don't have children. And children are observing your behavior. Oh, it's okay for a guy to hit me, to, to slap me on my behind because I cuss him out. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's just words. But it's a thin line between words and verbal abuse. Yeah, for example, that dirty little slut hoe, you know, that's verbally abuse. That's verbal abuse. That's what it's We have another caller. Okay, hold on. We got another caller. Let me, let me see. Mm-hmm. Uh, caller, welcome to Provocative Start. Leave Kenny. You can leave Kenny there. Um, I'm going to leave you on, man. Uh, welcome to Provocative right. Start, caller. Hey, how you doing, Carlo? Kenny, how you doing? All right. Hey, hey what's happening, man? Hey, Q. Um... Yeah, hey, I like Q, the, uh, how come you never listen to my show, man, on Tuesday night, man? You always listen to Carlton's show. How come you never listen to my show? Wow. I, try, I, try to, I try to get on with that. Man, yeah, man, man. Yeah, I get that information. I get that information. Okay, um, um, I like the old expression is do unto others and everything. I think that kind of, like, covers that whole thing. If um if I believe it's okay to smack somebody, I must believe it's okay for them to smack me. So I don't want that to happen to me. So obviously I don't do that to other people. And I think that's the way that um in reference to that lady in the restaurant smacking that man, you know, if she didn't want him to smack her, she should smack him. You know, if she wanted to remain a verbal thing that she should remain verbal. Other than that, she she gets what she gets. You know, she can't dictate. We can't dictate how someone's going to respond to things that happen to us. Even the verbal things, really, but she definitely can't make it physical. not expect it to get, you know, physical in return. She can't dictate the terms of the response. Right. You know, to, 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 to,
Someone should, you know, a man should only do this if something happens. There's a there's a gauge, imaginary gauge of what a man should be doing in response to um, a woman trying to hurt him. Jim, where are you? Are you in the house? Jim? I'm in the house, yeah. Do you hear, is there any noise right there? Go on there. Uh, okay. No. Okay. Well, I think, oh, okay. Well, I think that's um, very dangerous for people to try to um, make that some kind of um, custom or something like that, some kind of ideology like you were saying. That's real stupid. Well, I mean, apparently it is. I mean, I mean look. In the case of, like he said, Bobby said he wasn't charged with anything, and um, Molitor wasn't charged with anything either. But the but the uh, football player had to do, he got probation and um, community service. Molitor, who initiated physical violence, right? Mm-hmm. Charged, no charges, no nothing. I think uh, I think even then, I don't know. I've kind of blamed the lawyer because, like he was saying, that the guy that got attacked by his wife. That lady was put in oh, jail yeah. or whatever she did, you know. And she's a small lady, yeah. too, but she Elka Bonding, yeah. yeah. You know, so I kind of question what's going on with the, the defense or that person's attorney. Or with the with the oh, law, with the people who are practicing law there, because the police officer, uh, after looking at the video, should have arrested her also. Right. You know what I'm saying? They should have arrested her because she, she's, if that was a police officer she pushed and slapped, she would have been in handcuffs. Mhm. Right. To me, I think he had. Uh, I think maybe he got some kind of lawsuit. Oh, I don't. We have another caller. Um, you, you guys can hold on. We, um, next caller, please. Welcome to Provocative Start. How y'all doing tonight? All right, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good. Just been. Hey, right. Mister Call. Been, right. Ever, you know what? My thing is because you are famous. I'm sorry, because you are a famous player, or because you're an athlete, they go after you more than they do a regular person that's on the street. Because if you, if he wasn't famous, it wouldn't even be in the news, and we and we wouldn't be on the radio saying anything about domestic violence. Because you know what, it was an athlete that smacked a female. All right? right, it happens every day where a man or a woman smacks. You know what? They smack each other, and nothing said about it. All right? right. The females, or females, do it now. Okay, it happens. Um, it happens in the in, I mean, in a women's league. Okay, in with the court for it, she got fined. But you know what? She wasn't a face of, you know, face of it because you know what? She, right. She's a female smacking another, you know, right. you know, smacking another girl. But I mean, we right. making it more about us hitting a female. But you know what? We shouldn't hit them, but know what? They push you to a certain point where you got to stop them from hitting you, and you know what? Your reaction is, know what? You hit first before you think about anything else, and you know what? what? As soon as you hit them, it's, you know, it's too late. Right. Right. That's what Mr. Mixon said. He reacted. He reacted to the uh, assault. Because you know what, no one likes to get hit on, you know, and right. you're gonna take but so much of hitting before you actually hit back. Okay, you know what, you can walk right. away from it, but if that person is going to follow you and still hit you, then 
What's she supposed to do? Walk away. Run away. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I guess you gotta run. You know. You know. Yeah, you know what? I don't. You know. You know. They make I me mean, things happen, and people do not always react in the, in the uh, make the best uh, decisions all the time, especially in heated. Um, arguments and things like that, and that's what people have to be aware of. You're in a heated confrontation with somebody, you cannot expect to get the best result out of that. You know what I'm saying? Assume mm-hmm. the worst. You know, especially when it goes when it come, becomes violent, physically or uh, violent. You you know, the best thing to do is to try to nip that thing in the bud. You know, you, you have your words, have your few words, and keep it moving. You know, if, even if you gotta say something, say what you gotta say, but keep. That distance between you and that person, you know, and then you got to be aware of who you're saying things to because some people, it doesn't, it's not even a visual right now, like I'm trying to say, or stretch it because some people feel that, you know, we got freedom of speech, you say what you want to say. Even in this country, there's certain things you cannot say, you know, so we have been winding down. So, but I'm going to this point across, you have to be mindful that ultimately you can be seriously injured when you're in even a verbal argument with somebody. So, you know, try to de-escalate, you know. Try first not to get into a um, confrontation. If you try to de-escalate it and try to uh, uh, evacuate the uh, situation, leave it, you know. it's nothing wrong with that. Don't be ashamed. We have 60 seconds left. Anybody have anything else to say? Okay. You got in trouble for... He got, yeah, he got in trouble for slapping a white female. Ooh, it shouldn't matter white or black, but you know how that goes. Yeah, he didn't get in trouble for slapping a female. He got in trouble for slapping a white female. I think that's Breaking a, a white show. female jaw. Right. I think that's a different show. Right. <laughs> that's another show. <laughs> yeah, another show. Okay. Part three, huh? All Part right. three. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but, you know, All right, Carl. You know, Good night, man. All right, brother. Thank you for calling. Thank you, everybody who's listened in on to the show. I appreciate, you know, you guys calling in and you guys listening. Until next week, I want to thank everyone. Again, I want to thank Free Mother for Real Media. I want to thank Creative for allowing me to host the show. And I want to thank everyone. Each one, each one, each one, each one. The revolution will not be televised. The Good revolution night. will not be brought to you by Xerox and four parts without commercial interruption. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading the charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hogmaws confiscated from the Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 832 on the court from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. 
There will be no slow motion or still life of Roy Wilkins strolling through Watts in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Green Acres, Beverly Hillbillies, and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant, and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on search for tomorrow because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry R. Women Liberationists and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Key, nor sung by Glenn Campbell, Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck, or The Rare Earth. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will 